Thank you for listening to Breakthrough Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message brought to you by John Crampton. For more podcasts, news, and other events, please visit breakthroughlife.co.za. Uh, so, I, I anticipated that today was going to be a different day. And, um, and so as I was preparing this morning, things were going a little differently than, than what it normally does. Kind of like, okay, Lord, you're up to something this morning. So can we just go with the flow? That'd be all right? I mean, I've got five messages, but let's just go with the flow. Is that okay? Yeah. So, um, boy, we had, we had the most amazing night of fire last Sunday evening. It was so, so good. And um, thanks to, to those who joined us um, you know, online. We recognize and we know that the, the streaming, the sound and all the rest of it is not the same as when you're in the building. Yeah, and, and it, it's tough challenge for us, you know, because they're, um, you know, the standard is so high of, of the, all these, these church groupings that are kind of like got world-class, you know, facilities and all the rest of it. And then, you know, you, you try and compete with that, not that it's a competition, but you know, at the, but we know that when we're in the room, because it's not about performance, it's about encountering the Lord and he's doing things, yeah? And so sometimes when you're watching online, kind of like, oh my goodness, that's horrible, yeah? Because you think, oh, it's meant to be matching a performance. We're not trying to perform. We're trying to encounter the Lord. I'm not saying that everybody else is doing performance. I'm just saying what we're going for, all right? And um, so when, when we were gathered here, the Lord was just doing some amazing things really felt like huge shift in people's lives. And the passion and the hunger, I mean, this it really feels like revival. Yeah. So um, it's just so grateful to, to everybody who's just, you know, part of it. And the songs that were written, um, also just super, super good. Yeah, the Lord's causing a, a, a song and a sound to rise up from the ground, from this place, that would bring him honor and glory. And um, so, really excited about that. Yay! Let me tell you about another sign. Yeah? So, Lisa and I, we were praying um, this week. A couple of people reached out to us. Some folks have been um, tested positive for COVID. And uh, so they're just saying, hey, this is what's happening, so on, please be praying for us. So as we're praying, we look out, and there is one of these eagles. And, uh, you know, there's a, a, a nesting site in the botanical gardens. And um, we haven't seen eagles around here for a long time. But as we're praying, we look down, and there's an eagle and, um, and it's beginning to try and, uh, you know, take flight again. So maybe it had been, I don't know where it had been before. It suddenly came into my vision, but it was pretty low in terms of altitude. And then we just watched it move from pretty close to us to then catching a thermal not far from us and then just going super high and then hovering over Wilterfreden Park. 
And this thing was like up there in the clouds. I'm thinking, man, if there's an airplane, this poor, poor eagle is, is, is in the flight path. That's how high this thing went. It's kind of like, oh my goodness. This massive, big black eagle. You know, its wingspan is, 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 is wider, longer, whatever, than six feet. That's massive. Massive wingspan. And um, just catching the thermal right in front of us and just going right up there. It's just spectacular. You know, the Lord, he wants us to ride with him and he wants to lift us up as though we're on eagle's wings. Yeah? And, and it's like just this, this little sign in the natural that there are thermals around, guys. And we can just catch those thermals and we can be lifted up. Just way above the circumstances. Yeah? I believe that that's part of what the Lord is doing for his people. We're facing all kinds of difficulties and challenges. I mean, it's hard to know what level, stage, or wave we're in. I mean, the numbers keep changing, right? (laughs) But we're not limited to the classifications of this world's systems. Lord, what are you saying? What are you doing? And let's be tuned into what the Lord's doing in this time. Yeah? So yesterday, well this last weekend actually, uh, we've been participating in some training for Freedom Encounters. And that was just a spectacular time of training. And, um, you know, we were actually just singing into that this morning. Um, So I actually want us to just have a look at the lyrics of the one song we were singing this morning called Your Nature. Yeah? Because the whole thing around Freedom Encounter is helping people come into a place of spiritual freedom, place of spiritual wholeness. And uh, so we have this department called Freedom Encounters, and it's available and open to everybody as part of Breakthrough Life, where we can actually just come before the Lord and say, Lord, are there things in my life that are actually hindering and blocking my progress with you? Maybe there's something from our childhood, you know, we don't even know some of the things that brought some injury, you know? You, you can be, you, can be um, you know, uh, just carrying a, a, like just an emotional wounding that causes you to look at God in a particular way that's not correct. Because maybe something happened, maybe there was a trauma, maybe there was something that you misinterpreted and became, in a sense, a lie and you believed something different from the truth, but that empowers the enemy to keep you in a place of less than, a place of lack, a place where he's stealing something from you. We know that the enemy is called the father of lies. He's the deceiver. And because he lies and he deceives, he lies and he deceives Well, everyone. 
And there are things that we can interpret that are maybe incorrect compared to what was actually going on. And we can believe a lie our whole lives. Yeah? I mean, come on. Sometimes you compare notes with, with people. Maybe it's family members or maybe it's you know, people you were in school with all those years ago. And you remember a story and you remember it this way. And they say, that's not how it happened. I was there. No, that didn't happen. You, you say, no, of, uh, it, it definitely was that way. And they say, mm -mm. no, you, you got it wrong. Anybody have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in other words, we can create a memory based on a perception and becomes true for us, but it might not actually have been the case. All right? And so sometimes the enemy, he causes us to have a wrong understanding or a perception about something. It's a, basically a lie, but we empower that lie to disempower us. And so we walk around with some kind of brokenness or some kind of distortion, um, you know, and we, we even project that onto God and onto his nature. Oh God, you, you weren't there. You didn't protect me. Where, you know, you, you abandoned me. Well, we know that can't be true. We know that can't be true because he can never lie. And he says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So even if my impression is, well, God didn't come through for me. Well, that cannot be true. My perception is based on something different from the truth, the reality of who God is and what he's doing. So part of freedom encounters is as we, we help people by the power of the Spirit to see what is the truth that we might undo these lies, break their power, and ask the Holy Spirit, okay, so what's the truth? What really went on? So healing and wholeness can come into our lives. Mm -hmm. So we were singing the song this morning. You bring life to the barren places, light to the darkest spaces. God, it's your nature. Yay. Life to the barren places, light to the darkest spaces. Hey, we're in, we're in a place where population rates are dropping drastically. This last year with COVID, some nations, their birth rate is going into decline. They're going into negative, negative spaces in terms of their population already. Why? Fear causes people to pull back. We don't have a positive view of the future. We do not believe that the best is yet to come. And fear causes people to not want to bring a child into this world because of fear for the future. But that's not us as believers. But that's not us as believers. 
Yeah. Because we know that he holds the whole world in his hand. And while there might be some temporary difficulties and, and all the rest of it, but he's going to get us through this. That's his nature. Barren places, dark spaces. You bring joy to the brokenhearted. Come on, we're in Joyburg. Yeah, I just loved what, what Warren and Kayleen were sharing as they launched us this morning. You know what? This is a place of great joy. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Yes! It's not just for Christmas time. Yay! All right? You bring hope to the ones who've lost it because God is your nature. There is no desert that your streams can't run to. There are no ruins that your love won't make new. You know, sometimes we look at the ruins in our lives. You know, there are certain areas in our lives where we messed up. Yeah? Brokenness in a particular area in our lives. You know what? He's the God of resurrection. Christian, 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 Christian. He can bring resurrection life. He can restore and renew the ruins. You tell the wasteland that it will bloom again. The wasteland is going to bloom again. You know, sometimes we need to declare prophetically to this nation that areas where there is wasteland, it's going to bloom again. So many difficulties that we face in our nation. I'm a realist and an optimist. Hmm. I used to be a realist and a pessimist, but God changed me. I'm so glad he changed me because I was miserable to myself. Mm. As they say, it was hard to live with myself. I'm messing with you. Come on, guys. I don't have a split personality. It's okay. Gosh, some of you can look, what's going on here? No, God wants to change us. All right? We are being transformed by the renewing of our minds. If you used to think negative ways, change the way you think. Be transformed. Renew. Do it on purpose. Choose. I dare you. It's a better way to live. Yeah? I'm a realist, but I'm choosing to be a, an optimist. The pessimist says, you know what? It's all getting worse. It's too difficult, too hard. God can't turn this around. You know what that does to your faith? Completely annihilates your faith. But if you choose to agree with what God says, God says, hey, I make all things new. Nothing is too hard. With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. 
So I'm choosing to be an optimist. And the more I choose to be an optimist, the more of an optimist I actually become. Yeah. Yay. So as we look at our nation as a realist, we can see that things are difficult. Come on, make no mistake, things are difficult. Many challenges, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like a wasteland, but he can cause the wasteland to bloom again. Rivers in the desert. He causes greenery to come into places where there was barrenness. And sometimes you have to be prophetic, sing, O barren woman. It's not like, you know, if you go and have a look there, that passage in Isaiah 54, it's kind of like the woman is still barren, but she begins to sing prophetically even before there's a child that's been conceived. You begin to give thanks and praise prophetically. You begin to align yourself with God's plans, purposes, and intentions even before the circumstances line up. And you begin to worship him and honor him as the one who will answer before the answer has come. That's faith. You don't need faith for something you already have. Faith is when you're believing for something you do not yet see. So the barren woman is singing, she's delighting, she's worshiping in the Lord, even before the answer is on the way. Sing, O barren woman. Prophetically begin to declare praise. Change the environment and the atmosphere. Instead of being negative and joining with all of the negative voices, yeah, that choir, man, it's discordant, not lacquer. Don't join that choir. Rather begin to sing and praise and prophesy and declare what God is going to do. Speak life where there is death. Now, this is the valley of dry bones all over again. It's like, can these dead bones live? Ah, oh, sovereign Lord. You know. So he begins, because of the, the unction of the Spirit, and because God is saying, prophesy. So Ezekiel begins to prophesy. Why? Because God does know. So the Spirit of the Lord says, okay, well now prophesy. So I prophesied, and the bones began to rattle and come together. And there's sinew and muscle and skin and, and then prophesy life into those bodies. So in our nation, gosh, pick an area. It's not hard. That's looking like a wasteland. Lord, cause this wasteland to bloom again. Whether it's unemployment, whether it's the economy, whether it's education, whether it's the legal system, whether it's you know, the political side of things, whether it's the lack of power or the lack of clean drinking water, 
or the lack of proper sanitation systems, roads, bridges, safety, security. Hey, we've got so many targets we can't miss. There's a story from the American Civil War. There's one group of guys, they were up on a mountain, this little mountain, little hill. And they were surrounded. And so the, the one private said to the officer, we surrounded, where should we shoot? He said, everywhere. <laughs> that makes it easy. Kind of, we've got so many targets. Pick one. Come on. Let this wasteland bloom again. You see, if we, would, if we were relying on man's wisdom and strength to turn things around, well, where would the glory in that be? Sometimes the Lord allows things to be like Lazarus. Four days dead, and it stinketh. Master, don't you know that it stinketh? He says, roll away the stone. Lazarus, come. Yeah? Sometimes things need to get to a point where everyone can know. This wasn't just he was in a coma and we made a mistake on the diagnosis. No, 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 no. This is definitely dead, dead, dead. How do we know? Stinketh. There's no mistaking. Then God gets the glory. God begins to work in the natural, what he's trying to teach us in the spiritual. He says, I'm the resurrection and the life. He says, do you believe me? Oh, yes, on the final day. He says, no, do you believe now I'm the resurrection and the life? God gives us opportunities to see his resurrection life at work in our world. So that we might see and believe. How about we be those who believe and then see? Hmm. Nice, ne? You will restore the years that shame has stolen. Yeah? It's like we're doing 2020 as a do-over. It feels like we didn't actually get to do that year. Mm. as we jokingly say, you know that 2020 double portion? It's kind of like, yeah, we dig double. We're getting to do it over again. We change the way we interpret that one. 
But you keep the promises that you've spoken. Do you know that God's promises still stand? It might look like, hey, you know, everything is gone. You know, all, all those prophetic words and so on, well, they lost now. You know, COVID came and ruined everything. That's a lie. That is an absolute lie, and we refuse to embrace that lie. What God has said, what he's promised over us, still stands. Because God doesn't lie. We've noted this many times before. When God releases a prophetic word, he gives it before you face a situation or a circumstance that is the exact opposite of what he's spoken so that you might have something to hold on to that's going to pull you through until you get out the other side to the actual answer. It's not that the circumstances are, are, uh, are prophesying to you what your outcome is going to be. No, the prophetic word is prophesying to you that the circumstances you're currently facing are not your permanent circumstances. So if God says he's going to release favor into your life and things go wrong and there's no money in the bank, there's very little food in the cupboard besides being really healthy for you, intermittent fasting and all that, your current circumstances is not your final position. Come on. Hold on to the prophetic words. Hold on to the promises. Lord, what have you said? Where are you taking me? Where does this thing go? Because we won't be in this particular scenario forever. We begin to prophesy for much longer. Not going to be in this for much longer. Come on. Lord, you can blow this thing away. Anybody else want to join me in that pretty bold and, yeah, come on. We're getting tired of this stuff, man. We actually want to throw this stuff off. Yeah. I know this wasteland will be whole again because it's your nature wholeness you bring peace to the war inside us speak and all fear is silenced God it's your nature that thing with freedom encounters so much stuff going on turmoil it's not just external sometimes it's internal and sometimes that is more of a pressing need than the external circumstances the traumas that we're facing the, uh, just the anguish, the fear, the panic, the anxiety, that storm needs to be stilled. And uh, I encourage you, you've been battling with things, you know, things that are plaguing you, your thought life, your emotions, just your spiritual journey that you just kind of like, you know what, I'm not sure that I can actually trust God. Hey, you don't have to stay in that place. We can actually help you come into a place of great freedom, great confidence in the Lord. 
You know, for many believers, they can identify and relate to one of the Godhead more than the rest of the Godhead. Yeah? Maybe you're scared of Holy Spirit. You're okay with Jesus. You're okay with Father, but Holy Spirit? Mm mm. Holy Spirit is going to embarrass you. Holy Spirit is, you know, can't be trusted. It's going to look, well, there might be some things there, some roots that need to be dealt with because Holy Spirit is God. Yeah. Or maybe you think Father, oof, Father's out to get me. Father's kind of like, whoa, stick away from him. He's, you know, he's angry. It's kind of like, well, there might actually be some roots there out of your own experience with your own earthly father that you're now projecting onto your heavenly father. Or maybe you think Father God is distant, remote, cold, doesn't even like you. He just tolerates you. Again, some things that need to be, be healed there. Because he's your loving heavenly father. So you look at you know, the prayer, it says, you know, our father who is in heaven, hallowed, honored be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's kind of like, well, our father in heaven, but scared of him. So actually, could you just stay there? You find it hard to kind of like, hey, we actually want you to come closer. It's kind of like, I wouldn't want Father to be close to me because I'm scared of him. It's kind of like, whoa, something's wrong. You need to come to a place of wholeness, a place of reconciliation to your heavenly Father. And there could be some things that you've walked through Things that perhaps were done to you that, you know, maybe you didn't even have control over, but those things need to be healed because he's come to bind up the brokenhearted. That we can experience a pure, good, healthy, wholesome relationship with Father God. Yay! Come on, it's, this is a time for us to grow up into the fullness of all that he has for us. Which actually was going to be on my message I was going to preach. But I'm having much more fun with this song. You bring joy to the brokenhearted and hope to the ones who've lost it. Yeah. Sing out, O barren woman. Sing out, O broken man. Stretch out your hands, believing this is your promised land. Break out of disappointment. Break out of hopelessness. Stretch out your hands, believing this is your promised land. Break out. Come on, break through. Let's break out of disappointment.
Let's break out of hopelessness. Yeah? Because disappointment can almost be like a blanket over us. It smothers us. And it hinders us from running the race. We're entangled in stuff. Hebrew says, you know what? Cut free from all those things that entangle you. Sometimes we do things. You know, we have destructive patterns in our lives because a need hasn't been met. And the Lord wants to actually break us out of those destructive cycles. Meet those needs for us. And you know what? He does. He can. And he will. Yay. All right. So in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 19. uh, If you want to pop the verse up. But it speaks about how the body grows up into the head. Jesus is the head over all. And that as the whole body supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews grows as God causes it to grow. There's, there's all these different aspects to the body. You'll see this also in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 15 and 16. It speaks about how every part of the body is knitted together. It's joined and it's it comes together and it's held together in a togetherness that God causes us to be knit together. And as each part is playing its particular role, we grow up into him and he's the head. So the picture is the body and we as members of the body, as each of us are fulfilling the role, as each of us are connected, we joined together. We're grafted in, we're knitted together. We receive from one another the strengthening, the increase that comes to us individually comes through one another. That's the connotation in the Greek. Yay. Do you know that God wrote this knowing that there would be isolation? They would try and come against us. Knowing that there would be restrictions on gathering together. So there are other ways in which you can draw on one another. Even if we can't all be in the same building. That passage from Colossians chapter 2. The beginning of chapter 2. Paul says, you know what? We're not face to face, but I'm writing to you. I'm there with you in spirit. Isn't that interesting? So many of us, we can't be meeting face to face, but we can be strengthened. We can still be part of, we can still belong. There are ways in which we can draw strength from one another. We can be the body of Christ. He's the head. Each of us has a role to play. So maybe it's we praying for one another. Maybe as we send a message of encouragement to other members who are part of our community connect group. Yeah? Maybe there's a, a scripture. Maybe there's just a little stick figure drawing you can do. 
as a prophetic drawing to say, you know what, I was thinking of you and here's just a little memento for you to remember my prayer. Stick it on your fridge, you know, like be proud of this art. Why? Because it's custom made for you for this week. And we can draw strength from one another. There are ways in which we can take a, just a pot of soup to someone and say, you know what, I was thinking of you, just be blessed. Now make sure it's good soup. But there's small things that we can do that we can strengthen and we can encourage one another. That we don't have to be isolated in this time of isolation. There are ways in which we can be the body even if we can't meet face to face. Right? Okay. That was the message I want to leave with you. And as each of us are bringing increase to one another, so the whole body increases. That's what the scripture says. We increase, we grow up into the fullness of the stature of him. As each person just plays their little part. What's the pot of soup got to do with it? Plenty. But it's such an insignificant thing. Maybe that's how you read it. But to the person, maybe that morning they woke up feeling lonely, abandoned, isolated. It's kind of like, oh, no one cares. And you rock up with a pot of soup. It's not just feeding the stomach. You're feeding the heart. Small little gesture. Make the world of difference in someone's life. Hey, I was just thinking of you. I was watching a movie and this particular scene came to mind. And I just thought to encourage you. You don't know. There might be a hidden, encoded message that Jesus has for that person through that particular movie scene that you referred to. And you don't understand it. Great. God moves above and beyond your understanding. Yeah, you're not as clever as you think you are. I'm not as clever as I think I am. Hallelujah. His ways are above our ways. His thoughts higher than our thoughts. Yeah. And if we just say, Lord, I'm available, you know, what, what can I do today? I can do something. Go for it. Maybe it's a work colleague, someone who doesn't yet know Jesus. Someone who's really afraid because somebody they know is in hospital. Just needing some word of encouragement. Just reach out. Hey, it's going to be okay. Can I just show you this clip? This guy, he fell down on the soccer pitch. And people just started shout, shouting, Christian, Christian. And look, he's alive. Maybe there's something in it. I just want to encourage you. doesn't matter what you're going through. You can bounce back from that. Come on. All right. That's enough. Let's stand. I wonder if the worship team can come. Let's sing this song, It's Your Nature. Can we do that? I don't know if you were prepared for it or not, but let's just do it anyway.
Yeah. Look, we had Peter McCarthy with us last weekend. We've got to be ready for anything. Okay. Let's pray. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that you are grabbing hold of our attention. And you're causing us to lift up our eyes off of circumstances, situations. You speak to us in some unusual signs, like an eagle just suddenly coming into view and hovering above us for an extended period of time. Just to grab hold of our attention, speaking through natural signs that cause us to wonder about your intervention, your involvement in our lives. That you spread your wings over us to watch over and to care for us. Lord, it's your nature to bring life. It's your nature to bring hope where there has been hopelessness. It's your nature to cause the wasteland to bloom to blossom again. Thank you, Lord, for life, life that flows. So we just release your word of promise to this nation, to our city, to our neighborhood, to our families. Lord, speak the word of life. Lazarus, Come out in Jesus' name. Dead things come to life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, let us be filled again with hope. Let your nature flood our being this morning. Hallelujah. Come on.